Welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For more than two decades, Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners and Just Don't Lose the Money Radio have been broadcasting here in Boston with a focus on helping you prepare for retirement, always following their guiding principles. Rule number one, just don't lose the money. And rule number two, don't forget about rule number one. Now, just don't lose the money. Hello again and welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Each week we bring in one of the partners to kind of give an interesting look at and their specific look at what's going on in markets, economy, and really how they can help at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners you with your questions about retirement. And today we have John Conley here. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Randy. It's always great to see you and be here with the listeners of our show. Yeah, yeah. some of us got the powdery snow, some of us got the wet snow, and now don't take this uh, offensively, John, but you're all wet, apparently, huh? I'm down. (laughs) I got all the wet, heavy snow, and I was out there and shoveling and pushing water around. It was heavy then. (laughs) The worst part is we do a hockey rink in the backyard. Yeah. It's pretty big, 30 by 40, and, you know, it's just extra ground that we got a shovel and let's just say my arms are sore (laughs) (laughs) good for snowmen and snowball fights and making forts for the kids but not necessarily for dad out in the driveway (laughs) no you can't even snow blow it that's the worst part yeah oh man so that's what winter is all about and uh well the good thing is is we we move our way in it we move our way out of it too and in spring will come eventually but uh hey it's super bowl weekend and uh, a lot of people are are doing things a little bit differently this year uh maybe not the big gatherings maybe just with your family but watching the game and uh so tom brady is there but he's got the wrong uniform on this year <laughs> so are you still pulling for tom how can you not right yeah you, you have a guy he's 43 years old and uh he just continues to deliver yeah. uh, you know championships and in a winning caliber type mentality that he has and you know the guy's a winner some guys just have it and he has it and, you know, it's interesting that there's a correlation between the game and financial things, too, because we've probably talked about this before, the Super Bowl indicator. Maybe you know about this, maybe you don't. But there is a theory, and it's been tested many times, that if the NFC team wins, which would be Tampa, uh, the market will end this year up. But if the AFC wins, the Chiefs, the market will end this year down. And you go, well, that's nonsense, but it's actually true 75% of the time, just not the last couple of years. It hasn't worked out the last couple of years. So, I mean, does this even enter into any kind of a a, a thought of how to place your money, John? Not at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I look at it, every Super Bowl, you get like these indicators if – the, the NFC team wins, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. And, you know, they're fun and kind of interesting facts. Like 75% of the time is pretty pretty yeah. interesting, yeah. in fact. But when we look at that and then we look at the market and it got me thinking, when we look at January, there used to be an old saying that says, as January goes in the market, so goes the rest of the year. Right. And obviously this year, uh, January has ended down. <laughs> so you would assume that the market is going to end down for the year because they say as goes January, so goes the rest of the year. And we saw the market sell off last week uh, to end the, the month down for the year. But looking back in the past two decades, the market in January, when it goes down, 
the only time the market has ended down for the year was 2008. <laughs> so, you know, it's a good indicator that the market's going to finish strong this year. So predominantly, the market has always done better when there's been a weak January. Interesting. So I actually, watching a little financial news, and they ask people questions about this market and where it's going to go, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But what has happened to us in the last year, year and a half, is so unprecedented that they're saying you can't really look at history right now because this is just such a different animal right now. It's some you got to throw off some of that stuff out, don't you? You have to, but you also have to look at fundamentals. You have mm -hmm. to look at earnings and so forth. So some of those historical data you can throw out the window, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they look at when a Democrat wins the election, what happens in the market and so forth and different elections and you know, for the most part, elections don't really have an overall bearing on the overall return of the market. I would say your money's green. Your money's not red or blue. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. Well, talk about unprecedented. Uh, the big story over the last two weeks has been the GameStop story. And, you know, many of us, we don't buy stock. We, we don't pay too much attention to the financial news. But this one got your attention. You drive down the road and you see a strip mall that's got the word GameStop on it. And usually the sign next to it says store closing or 70% off or something like that because GameStop has not done well over the last three years. They've closed 1,700 stores across the country, but yet their stock went up immeasurably. I mean, it was like 1,500%. And it's like, how is this happening to a, a business that isn't really up on what it should be and closing stores all over the place. Even the Wall Street people say this is just pretty well nuts. I've been on Wall Street for over 20 years, and I cannot think of anything that I've seen that is nearly as insane as what's going on with the GameStop right now. If you want to gamble, go to the casino. <laughs> okay. So how many people called you about this, John? You know, we got a few calls, a few emails from existing clients and saying, you know, how does this affect me in, in my portfolio? And the first thing with the GameStop thing is, Obviously, the stock went up 1,625% in the month of January alone. Wow. Right? So it's crazy. And I have a son who's 14 years old. He's into the video games, right? Yeah. And when you think about it, GameStop is a brick-and-mortar store that you go and you buy the controller or you go and buy a game. But kids don't buy the physical game anymore. They just download it right. on their little console that they have. So to see this stock go up, you know, 1,600% in a month just defies logic. Right. And it is gambling. It's speculative. It's day traders and so forth. So it should never be something that's part of your overall financial planning picture. But we just have to look at it and say, on the flip side, it has to go down. And just yesterday, it was down 60% in just one day. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's easy to buy it. It depends when you bought it and you wrote it up. Great. It's all speculative. But you have to know when to sell it, and you have to be able to sell it quickly because it will turn on a dime on you. And that's market timing, and we know that that doesn't work. But at the same time, you know, I got texts from friends, and they were talking about it. And if this story caught your eye, you were saying to yourself, oh, darn, I missed out on the ride. I missed out on the growth. I need growth in my money. Everybody wants growth, John. But is this the way to do it? And I would say no. I mean, your basis for what you do at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is not based on high-flying stocks. No, and it's easy to get caught up in the frenzy, right? Like even my wife, who 
doesn't pay a ton of attention to the the financial markets. When I came home from work that day, she was like, "Hey, uh, what's this? Should I get this app called Robinhood? Should I?" Like all of a sudden, I I was like, "Wow, it's hitting Main Street now." Yeah. She's now asking questions about GameStop and AMC, and yeah. so it is interesting. It's hard not to get caught up in the frenzy and feel like you're missing that big opportunity. And listen, there is some room for speculative trade in, in, in your portfolio, but it has to be money that you know that isn't going to hurt you if you lost it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the next thing is everyone's going to be trying to find what's the next one. Yeah. The GameStop's yeah. like probably going to be finished soon. So what's the next GameStop that's out there that's turned people into multimillionaires overnight? Yeah, and are they going to be jumping in faster than they did on GameStop and make it even more of a thing? And then you say to yourself, should those people be doing that? Because usually when we hear these stories on CNBC and Fox Business, by the time it gets to you, you're getting in at a high and then you know it's coming down. It's a good way to lose money, isn't it? It is. And, you know, we always want people to have more access to the markets. Now with all these apps and cell phones and people are home, people are paying attention to their money more so today than ever. They're refinancing because interest rates are low. I think people are in a much better financial situation this year than they have been in a long time. And you look at people have more access to the information than ever before. They look at the Wall Street bets and they're looking at MSNBC. They're really doing their due diligence and they have access to buy those stocks on Robinhood on a push of a button. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great that people have access to it. I think that you have to be cautious. And that's day trading or trading or being speculative is not financial planning. But we have to make sure that we're cautious in what we're doing and that we're not over leveraging ourselves and, and hurting ourselves in the long run. Because we hate to see people who bought at the high now that it's down 60% in one day. Those people are going to get hurt. You have to be very careful and understand what you're doing. And another question that we can ask is when something like this comes up, who are you going to call? I mean, who is that person that you reach out to to get advice and say, hey, Should this affect me? Should I be in on this? Is this a real risky situation? And if you don't have that person in your life and that firm in your life, you don't have a financial advisor in your life, well, that's why we have this show to kind of introduce you to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And a really good way to start, if you feel like, you know, this is the point in my life where I think, you know what, I really need to bring this person into my life right now. Well, that's a good red flag for you, and here's a really easy way for you to start. If you go to our website, which is 365retirement.com, 365retirement.com, a window's going to open up there for what we call a 15-minute strategy session. This is a chance for you to get your questions out on the table, kind of kick the tires at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners and say, you know what, here's what I'm, I'm struggling with, this is what I want to know. Maybe we can meet. Maybe we just talk on the phone. It's at no charge, and there's no obligation here. So that window will open up. Just click on that. A, a calendar will open up, and just schedule a phone call. That's as easy as it can be. Again, 365retirement.com. You'll see the window open up right there for you. We're going to talk more about the markets. You've heard the term bubble. Is our market in a bubble now, and what happens to bubbles? They burst. We'll talk about that coming up next on Just Don't Lose the Money. Are you worried about retirement? Well, you're not alone and there is help. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. 
If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. Glad you're here with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, a a show where we sit down and talk about some of the things you might be wondering about when it comes to money and markets and economy, things like that. And what do you do about it? How do you take that step out to get some financial help? That's what this show is all about. John Conley is here today, and we've been talking a little bit about markets and the GameStop story right now. And another thing that you're going to hear some of these financial talking heads say is the market is in a bubble right now. And what happens to bubbles? They burst. Here is Jeremy Grantham talking on CNBC. Here's what he has to say. Put it this way. When you have reached this level of obvious super enthusiasm, the bubble has always, without exception, broken in the next few months, not a few years. It's always. How do you keep that level of enthusiasm going indefinitely? It can't be done. Well, he's a ray of sunshine, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. So what I mean is this, there's always those people out there that are going to say we're right on the edge of falling, you know, into the pit. And then there's always people say, hey, we've got more room to grow. How do you sift through that stuff, John? You have to look at certain indicators and look at the market as a whole. And, you know, this is where proper planning comes in and not trying to get too too emotional, high or low, either way. And, you, you know, you listen to the news and they focus on, you know, the daily trading movements of certain stocks. GameStop dominated the news last week. But, you know, the big news for investors now is that earnings are coming in right now. And earnings are coming in stronger than expected. And right now, more than 82% of the S&P 500 companies have beaten the earnings expectations. So, you know, that's the second highest return since 2009. So when I look at people saying the bubble's coming, we can't just ignore the fact that earnings are coming in much higher than what was anticipated. So that, that's a good sign. Well, I think of when you watch some of these financial networks, even the names of the shows, the closing bell, the halftime report, they are so focused on the here, the now, by the minute And if you're a retirement saver, you can't be focused in the minute. You've got to be focused on the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And that's a whole different mindset, isn't it? Yeah, you got to look at the holistic picture, the long view of things. And, you know, the market was due for a pause a little bit. We've been in a rally for a few months now. So there was a pause due. And then we saw that with the GameStop, you know, the short sellers, the hedge funds, were shorten it, which caused them to then have to fire sales some other positions that they have mm-hmm. to go back and buy those shorts that they were selling. So now all of a sudden that pushed the liquidation in the market down, right? So we saw that liquidity happen, which usually when the liquidity ends, the liquidation ends, what happens is the bull returns, right? So we're starting to see that the indicators are there for the returns. And then one of the indicators that we look at is called the breadth indicator. And what that shows us is the measure of how broadly our stocks take in part of the rally. And that indicator showing us that it's broadening, which suggests that there's still room and support for growth there. So you have to look at that as well, which is a great indicator showing us that there is some growth ahead of us as well. And 
one of the other things that we're looking at is interest rates are still low. The Federal Reserve has made a commitment to put money into the market, stimulus packages. These are all things that I'm looking at saying, I just don't see a bubble happening anytime soon. And when somebody says something like that and you are two years from retirement or one year for retirement or in retirement, you're just saying, I just don't want to get hurt. So then it becomes a matter of risk control and protecting your money and, and saying, John, I, I, I want 80% of this set aside so that it doesn't go up and down and I don't get hurt. And, and that's a discussion that is a serious one, isn't it? Yeah, so when we're doing financial planning with individuals, as we get closer to the retirement, obviously we're going to readjust your portfolio depending on what your situation is, what your needs are. But if we don't have to become more conservative because we're financially independent and we're, we're going to retire with confidence, there's no need to change, right? Mm -hmm. But if things in the economy and the market dictate that we have to make those changes, we will. But imagine just hearing that individual who just was on the audio tape saying the bubble's coming, the bubble's coming, and let's say it never came, and then you became too conservative, and you kind of missed out on some decent returns. That's why you got to have a big picture. That's why you got to follow the financial plan, make adjustments as needed, but nothing knee-jerk reaction. we we got to have discipline to make sure that we follow the plan but make the necessary changes when it's needed. It's interesting just in the, the time that we've been talking here in, in, in the show that we've talked about people who are all after growth, like the GameStop story, and then we're talking about people who are saying, I don't want to get hurt. So you're going to fall in one of those categories. And wherever you are, you've probably got questions. And if you want to set up a 15-minute strategy call, our website is right there for you. This is no cost, no obligation. Talk to a financial advisor. If that person isn't in your life right now, you've been hearing this show for 20 years on the radio. Why not reach out to the Ribino and Lang Wealth Partners and set up a 15-minute call just to ask your questions? Again, it's at 365retirement.com, 365retirement.com. The window opens up. You'll see a button there and says, you know, schedule my time, and then the calendar will open up. And let's just find a time that's right for you where you can set aside 15 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever you want to do, and talk about your financial plan and future. All right, so if you had the chance to live to 100 years old, some of us will, some of us won't, would you want to do, do you want to live to 100? The people at AIG went out and asked people that, and they got a really interesting answer coming back. This is Todd Solash from AIG. In our data, we saw two to one, those who have a financial advisor and have a plan want to live to 100. Half as many want to live to 100 when they don't have a plan and don't have that level of advice. And that's really important. If you go in confidently, you're going to live a better life. So if you know John and Sam and Ryan, you want to live to 100. And if you don't know them, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> True. I understand if somebody were to say, if I was healthy, I would be happy to live to 100. But that's not what they said. They said, if I have the money, if I have the income, that's I'll live to 100. Sure. And John, that's interesting, isn't it? It is. I, I think people's biggest fear is running out of money. And, you know, when we sit down with individuals in the office and, you know, we try to get like, what are the top four concerns that you have? What keeps you up at night? And, you know, the number one thing that everyone comes back with for the most part is I don't want to run out of money. I want to be assured that I'm going to live my life and have enough income to live and do the things I want to do. I also, you know, hear from our clients that, longevity is in my family, is quality of life. I think the quality of life is going to determine how long you really want to live. The good news is people are living longer today, but that also means that your money has to work harder and longer for you as well. 
people are living longer retirements than ever. I'm seeing more and more people call our office looking to retire early because this COVID kind of gives people a taste of what it's like, I think. Right. And they're starting to see like, hey, maybe my company's not as strong as it once was. Can I retire a couple of years early? Can I do that passion job? Maybe not make as much, but kind of do something part-time. But I always, when we do planning, we try to plan for the person to live to 95 to 100. Mm -hmm. And we do those projections with inflation. And, you know, some people say, hey, I'm never going to make it to 100. And I say, great. If the plan works, you live into 100. If you pass away at 85, it doesn't matter. Right, right. But we're not going to plan you dying at 85 and then all of a sudden you live to 100. Yeah, it's, it's the what if you do. <laughs> what yeah, if you do exactly. have that log? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the main thing here is years ago it was pension, Social Security, and your savings. And a pension ended in a check. Social Security ended in a check. Your 401K and your IRA don't end in a check. We got to make sure that that does and you have the income that you want, whether you live to 85 or you live to 100. That's the key, isn't it? Yeah, we call that the three-legged stool. And, you know, that three-legged stool is on shaky ground right now. Not a lot of people have pensions. So if you have a pension, you know, that thing is worth its weight in gold. Social Security, you know, over time you you read all the headlines. That sounds like it's in trouble. You're going to get, you know, 75 cents on the dollar that you were expecting, you know, down the road. And then all of a sudden, like, you have to – the gap that you need is going to come from your personal savings and invested. It's it's what you save. That's where you're going to make up the difference. And your savings and investments have to make up more and more of that gap each year as pensions kind of go by the wayside. And we want to make sure that you get your check in retirement. You have the income you need for life, lifetime sustainable income is what we call it. And if you don't know how that works and you want to know how that works, give us a call. Let's set up a 15-minute strategy call. Here's the best way to do it. Go to 365retirement, 365retirement.com. Window opens up to set up a 15-minute strategy call. All that means is you give us a call and we sit down and talk through your questions. If you like what you see and you want to go more and, and say, hey, I might want to see what you guys can do for me with a written plan. Then we take the next step. But for right now, let's set up one of those calls. 365retirement.com is where you can do that. Coming up next, the two big concerns the guys have been telling me about is uncertainty about the market. We've talked about that. And the other one is what's going on in politics. What are these politicians going to do in this new administration that might affect my retirement accounts? We'll handle that one coming up next on Just Don't Lose the Money. We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, Call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. 
And welcome back to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Each week we bring one of the guys in, Sam Lang, John Conley, Ryan Marston, one of the few people that you might see when you come over. And John Conley is with us today. And we've been going through a lot of the different things that you might have questions about. And as I talked to Ryan last week, John, he said, there's two things that people want to know. They want to know about the market. They're just scared. They're uncertain about it right now. And then the other thing is the politics. Are, are you seeing the same thing when people come through the doors? Yeah. So when, you know, the big concern that we had throughout 2020, obviously it was COVID and the uncertainty there. But when we came into the fourth quarter, most of the calls, most of my conversations were centered around the election at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And we, we talk about how markets and the elections affect the economy and the market. And our message to them was it really doesn't. Off too often we have people who support a candidate and they think if that candidate is going to win, the market is going to go from here to the moon. Mm -hmm. And they also look at if the other candidate that they do not support wins, well, everything's going to go down and it's going to be Armageddon out there. <laughs> and, and it's so bleak. And it's so funny because when you talk to people, we see both sides of the aisle, yeah. right? And I tried to explain to them that your money is green. It's not blue. It's not red, it's green. And we don't make financial decisions based on your particular candidate, but on fundamentals and what's going on. So as the new administration is coming in, people are nervous. People are concerned about what's the plan. You hear about corporate taxes going up, mm -hmm. capital gains taxes going up. We know in 2026, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is going to revert back to the 2017 tax brackets, mm -hmm. which is higher than what they are today. We don't know what's going to happen in between now and then. Does this administration raise taxes as a whole? We know that taxes are eventually going to have to go up. We have a $23 trillion deficit going into this. It's only going to be higher. How do we come out of that hole is raise revenue. And one of the ways they raise revenue is raising taxes. So I think retirees or soon-to-be retirees, the number one concern they have is obviously the market volatility and then taxes. You know, we were all told when we were working, we're in a higher tax bracket than when we are going to retire. And all of a sudden, fast forward, and that's not necessarily the case. So I true. Think. And well, I think taxes is going to be your biggest expense moving forward. That is, there's actually a study out there, and it was done by Lincoln Financial, and it has this big pie chart, and it said, you know, here is how you spend your money in retirement. And in that pie chart, 30% of that pie had something to do with taxes. So yeah. it could be your biggest expense. But, you know, as we went through the election and all of the, the debates and, and all the speeches and everything, you heard Biden say over and over and over again, I'm not going to raise taxes unless you make $400,000 a year or more. So you might feel safe and say, OK, he's not going to raise my taxes. But as you said, John, they are considering a proposal to raise the capital gains tax. And you may say, well, that doesn't affect me either because I'm not buying and selling stock. Well, Think again. This is Danielle DiMartino Booth talking on CNBC and says, yeah, you might want to be concerned about that. Yes, I do think that it is appropriate to begin to speak about how this is potentially going to be affecting corporate earnings and indeed how uh, American baby boomers approach their holdings in the stock market, given there's a very high probability that capital gains taxes will also be rising. So. I'm trying to figure out what she said there. Is she saying that if he raises capital gains tax, it could actually hurt the amount of money that goes into the market? That could make the market go down. 
and that could affect your retirement accounts. Am, am I getting that right? Yeah. So like you you look at capital gains tax, and, and right now we'll look at like high tech stocks. You know, a lot of people have high tech stocks; they're highly appreciated. Unless say they haven't done a good job in managing those capital gains taxes, and it's just ballooned to the point where they just have large gains, which is a great thing, right? But on the flip side, in order to liquidate those positions, they have to pay a capital gains tax. And all of a sudden, something that should be fully liquid to you now is not as liquid because you don't want to pay that capital gains tax. And I look at it and say, we don't know what's going to happen, okay? And I think in 2021, I think this administration, their primary focus right now is is stimulus packages. I think that's the number one thing that they're focused on. And then I think raising capital gains taxes or taxes in the future, I think that's number two, okay? So I I wouldn't rush out and start liquidating positions today to pay at a a lower tax rate versus what it's going to be down the road. Because who says a new administration walks in in four years from now and says, we're going to lower the capital gains tax. Then you cost yourself money, right? Right. That's the issue here. We have uncertainty. It seems like every four years we're changing the rules. And it's hard for individuals to really plan ahead because they don't know what the rule is going to be in four years or eight years. And that's why I think it's so important to sit down and build a written plan and say, we're going to build this so that if it's good markets, if it's bad markets, if it's flat markets, if it's high taxes, it's low taxes, it's a Republican, it's a Democrat, let's build a plan that we can surely move and and kind of massage back and forth. But let's have all of that taken care of inside the plan so that we don't have to, to worry about these things. Exactly. And that's part of the planning process where we're going to look out into the future and say, why don't we come up with a strategy for a Roth conversion if it makes sense for you? If we all can agree that taxes will be higher in the future, maybe we take some money out of IRAs today, pay at your current tax rate, get that money into a Roth IRA. Maybe you haven't been able to contribute to a Roth IRA because you made too much money. Now you can. This is what they call the backdoor Roth. So all of a sudden, we're paying taxes at today's rate, which is lower than what we expect it to be down the road. It's a tax play. And then it also takes money out of IRAs, which then forces you to take less money for your required minimum distributions because you actually have less money in there because it's in the Roth IRA, which now grows tax-free, which is better than tax-deferred. So you have to take taxes into consideration in your planning process. Is a Roth conversion something that you should do? What's the strategy? Let's come up with a strategy for it. And there is a pain threshold. You're not going to take all your IRA money today, cash out, and put it into a Roth IRA because you have to pay taxes on all that money. So we have to come up with a, a strategy to make sure that we do it in a smart and productive and efficient way for you. There's a, a saying that says, if your financial plan doesn't have a tax plan, it's not really a retirement plan. <laughs> I agree with that. So, I, I mean, it's like if you looked at your grandma and said, I want you to make me my favorite cake, but here's the caveat, you can't use eggs She's going to look at you and go, that's not going to be a very good cake. <laughs> it's the same thing. You got to have all the ingredients, John. You got to be thinking about income and you got to be thinking about taxes. You got to think about all of these different things in order to make it a full retirement plan, don't yeah, you? Yeah, when you do that, like you just mentioned income. So part of that is, you know, when do I take Social Security? What's the most efficient time for me to take it? Where will I maximize that benefit? What is the tax ramification of taking that money at different ages? How is it going to be taxed? How much of it is going to be taxed? At what tax rate? So 
all too often we see people say, oh, I'm 62, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn on my social security because I'm entitled to it. Well, it might not make sense for you to do it because it's actually, you don't need it. You're still working maybe, and now you're paying taxes on money that you really didn't need. Why don't you wait, let the benefit continue to grow, and then when you stop working, we turn on that benefit when we've determined is the most efficient time for you, and actually you, you'll net more money in your pocket and less to Uncle Sam. Well, the reason that we have this show is for you to take a listen and maybe you walk away from a segment and say, I didn't think of that or I don't have that. And if that's the case, that's what we're trying to do here is raise some of those questions. If there are some boxes for your retirement that aren't checked off, we want to make sure that you have them checked off. And give us a call or give us a a look on the website and set up that 15-minute strategy call and ask those questions. Say, you guys were talking about Roth conversions or you guys were talking about a tax plan, and I don't have that in my plan. I got a plan right now, but I don't have that. I need to talk about it. Or maybe you, you say, I don't even have a plan right now, and I'd like to start that process. Well, here's our website. 365retirement.com, 365retirement.com. And when you go there, a window will open up for a 15-minute strategy call. John, just kind of tell us what happens on that. Somebody sets a time up, you give them a call. What, what does that look like? Yeah, it's a very simple process. Person says, you know, there's something, a segment that you talked about today that I'm interested in, and they schedule time. I'll give them a ring, or one of my partners will give them a ring, and it's a chance for them to kind of ask their particular question and for us to answer it. And you're under no pressure or obligation to do anything. But then it's also to see if there's other areas that maybe you have concerns about or something that you haven't thought about. And we'll see that if this discussion needs or warrants a more of an in-depth meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can always schedule a Zoom meeting or an in-office meeting if, if we can do it properly and safely for everybody. But for the most part, we'll schedule a Zoom meeting to take that discussion a bit further if we all agree that it warrants it. You've been thinking in your life, there there comes a time in your life where you say, you know, I really need to start talking about this and sit down and have a serious discussion about what retirement looks like. And that might be a scary thought to you. And you say, well, where do I start? What do I ask? And, and here is a place that you can kind of dip your toe in the water and say, okay, I've heard you guys on the radio for years. Here's my questions. It's yeah. as simple as that. That's really where it starts, doesn't it? Yeah, and you're at what we call the retirement red zone. If you're 10 years prior to retirement or maybe in the first 10 years of your retirement, you know, if there's changes that we need to make, you know, obviously early diagnosis is the best situation. It gives us enough time to make changes that will have a meaningful impact on you. So just take the time, take that 15-minute call, explore to see if there's a need for an in-office meeting or a Zoom discussion to help you and educate you on what you have, how does it work? What are you really paying in fees? What areas can you be better at with, with the better growth? And we're also going to show you like what is really good about what you've done as well. Mm-hmm. If you're in great shape, we're going to tell you. And that, that, that gives you a vote of confidence as well. Love it. Okay, here's the website again, and here's how you start. 365retirement.com. The, the window opens up. You just click on that button right there. Find a date that's good. Uh, we want to do this where it's convenient for you. 15 minutes to sit down and start the process. 
Again, 365retirement.com. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. So we've talked about, you know, tax planning. And when you think about, you know, sending money down to your kids, you don't want to give them a big tax bill. But we're going to talk about that a little bit coming up next. What happens when you send money down to your kids? There's some bad stats on that. And we're going to see if we can plan around that. Coming up next on Just Don't Lose the Money. We hope you're learning a lot from today's show. But how does it apply to your situation? You can find out with a call to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. And I mentioned the podcast because we know that you're not going to sit here for an hour or you don't have the opportunity or you're not in the car that long for an hour to listen to the entire show. So you can check us out on podcast as well. Either hear the whole show or listen, you know, to things that you're interested in as you kind of go through the podcast there. We're on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. You can just look up just don't lose the money. So John Conley is here with us today, one of the partners at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And John, there's a, a stat out there that says if you send money down to your kids, it'll probably be gone in five years. Now, <laughs> that's that's awful. I, I, you know, when I think I want my kids to have this money for years mm-hmm. and, and it maybe go down to my grandchildren as well. But the stats don't prove that out. Scary, isn't it? Imagine that you work your entire life, you know, life savings, you and your wife, and you, you save and save and save, and you go without, and you try to leave your, your children in a better spot, and then five years, you know, your life savings is gone, that wow. you left them. And, you know, anytime we're working with people, we always want to make sure that we leave the inheritance to the kids in, in a manner that it doesn't take away their want to become successful and, and desires, and so we want to make sure that we, we leave the money in a manner that's going to actually fit that child or that person who's inheriting the money in the best situation. Well, that's what Business Insider in this article says, that the money will probably be gone in five years unless it's properly invested. So can you sit down when you build a financial plan and say, okay, I would like to leave some money to my kids. I got three kids. Two of them are fine. One of them is going to buzz through this pretty quick. So what can I do about it? Can you sit down and actually build things in so that they don't go through it in five years? Yeah, you can set it up any way you want, right? You know, let's take a a client that I have currently who, you know, they got three children, two are super successful, and one's what we would call maybe a a spendthrift, right? And what they want to do is when they pass away, they want to leave the two who are responsible their inheritance. They can have it right away. Well, the third individual, they have a trust set up, and that individual's money is not going to go to him. It's actually going to go to a trust, and that trust is designed to give that individual money over time. And there's a trustee, and in this case, they didn't name the children, his siblings, as the trustees because they didn't want that brother to hound the other brother and sister for an inheritance all the time. So they named a separate trustee. And that trustee has certain rules to follow. It basically says, hey, when this individual is 35 years old, this person can get a bite at 20% of what his inheritance was. And the concept behind that was 
if this individual blows through that 20% of the money, they'll quickly realize like, wow, that it was a lot of money, but it wasn't a lot of money. Like, got it. It wasn't then, all the money. Exactly. So they get different bites at the apple at different points in time. And this, they set it up so that at 50, he can have it all. And if he can't figure it out by 50, then there's not much <laughs> they can do. But what they also did, though, Randy, was they allowed the trustee, they gave the trustee the right to give all the money at once if he chose to, okay? So if the trustee sees that the kid in 10 years from now is doing really well, he's got his act together, uh, he's married, whatever he's doing, if he's on the right track, he can use his discretion and say, you know what, here, you've done a good job. Here's your inheritance. Love it. See, these are the things that you don't think of when you think about a financial plan, you, you, you think of grow my money, protect my money. And that, that's probably, and when do I take Social Security? There are so many more avenues to explore, aren't there, John? There are. And we look at the family aspect of it. You know, the big concern of most parents is, you know, I want the family unity to continue. I don't want my one son to be mad at his siblings. We want to make sure that when we pass away, everyone's still getting along. We don't want all of a sudden to be divide here, right? Because fear isn't always equal. Every family and every situation is different, and, and different people have different needs. So the parents want to make sure that they're not setting their kids up for failure, so to say. And when you talked about being properly invested, it's then, hey, when this person inherits this money, hopefully they'll hire a financial advisor to put their financial plan in place that suits them in their situation rather than just a big check. And it's like, oh, let me run down to the Ferrari store and buy a new car. <laughs> As I said, this show is built so that we can bring these things up and you might say, okay, there's a spot that's missing. You know, I've, I've got growth. I've got protection. I, I think I have my social security strategy, got some health care in place, got my long-term care in place. What happens to my money if I leave this earth? And, and is there a plan for that? And that might be the gaping hole that you have right now. And, and you want to sit down and talk about that. What does that look like? Those legal papers, wills and trusts, things like that. That all goes under that financial umbrella of financial planning and building a retirement plan. If you, if you want to talk about that, that is why we are here at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And you can set up a 15-minute strategy call. Very easy. No cost, no obligation there. Just go to the website, 365retirement.com. The window opens up. You click on the button, find a good time, find a good date, and, and you're on your way. If you want to talk further and, and build more, that is something that you can decide right there. But we want you to just kind of have an avenue so you can start this idea of financial planning. Well, somebody who's going to really, really, really need a financial planner is the person who won the Mega Millions lottery jackpot in Novi, Michigan. They haven't come forward yet, but they won $739 million. <laughs> so I, I admit it, I bought some lottery tickets. Did you, John? I did, actually. Yep. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and for some people, that's plan A for retirement. I'm going to win the lottery. Okay, folks, that one didn't work. Now we're down to plan B, right? So, John, I mean, having a whole bunch of money drop in your lap would be wonderful, but that usually is not the way that it works. The way it works is you save over your lifetime, and then you sit down and say, how do I make this money last? And that's when they come to you, isn't it? Yeah, I actually watched the press conference of the young gentleman who, who won that lottery. Right. And I believe he was like 26 to 28 years oh old, so gosh. young individual. And 
I was kind of surprised that he actually was on the stage doing the press conference and not having like a trust set up already and have the, the trustee go and get the money yeah. so that he's not hounded by friends and family. So I, I thought he made a misstep right away. Right. Okay. But he, he was very articulate, very um, said he could say no. And he, you know, he was very adamant about what he was going to do and he was going to, you know, do well. But, you know, these things never end well. And 28 years old, maybe he'll buy a business and create something. But what are you going to do at 28 years old when you're basically retired and you have no one in your age group to be retired with? Like, to me, it's like, it's hard. It's not easy. I have a good friend who retired at age 50 and he always wanted to go out and play. And I was like, A, I can't afford to be with you. And B, I don't have the time. So he was, he's kind of a lonely guy out there and he's 50. So it's very true. Yeah, we were sitting with the kids, and they were all, like, talking about, like, oh, if we won, it's funny, like, their concept of money. They're like, oh, my God, like, the things that they would want to buy it was so so small in nature, so yeah. to say. Yeah. And I said I would have to pick a few of my friends and get them retired mm-hmm. so that we would have someone to hang out with. It was one of those things where now the real planning for this individual starts to go to work and hopefully he has a really strong team around him and you know he needs cpas he needs lawyers for trust he needs financial advisors you know you just can't take 739 million dollars and put it in the bank that's so true that's so true but that's not going to happen for all of us and what we need to do is sit down and say okay this is my fortune. This is what I've been working with for my entire life. I have pushed this money aside. I've made my sacrifices. I have put money in that 401k. I've put money in Social Security. What does it add up to? It's not going to be $739 million. Okay, but can I retire? And that's really the question that people come to you with, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people have done a really good job saving. And what happens is they don't really have a plan to get money out or to extract money out of their plan. They've done a really good job in saving money, but they haven't really ever put the time and effort into thinking, you know, what's the tax ramification of taking money out? What does inflation look like on my money down the road? They look at the big picture. They get caught up in the number. You know, do I need $2 million saved? Do I need a $1 million saved? And it's not, they're not looking at the big picture of how am I going to extract money out of this? What's going to be the most tax efficient way? What is my true risk tolerance? Do I need to be aggressive? They need a plan in place. They just have a bunch of savings, a bunch of money, and they're keeping their fingers crossed, hoping that it earns more than what they're taking out. Well, that's where the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners can help you. You you know you're going to get Social Security. Maybe you have a pension. You have a 401K. You have a Roth. You have all these different things. All of this goes into the salad bowl of we got to mix it up, figure it out, and how does it give you a paycheck in retirement? And then, of course, the name of our program, Just Don't Lose the Money. There comes a point where you say, I like this number, but I don't want it to go backwards. Maybe that's you right now, and you're saying, I think I need to sit down and talk to somebody. We try to make it as easy as possible and just set up a 15-minute phone call for you to get a feel of what Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are all about. Get those questions out on the table. If it continues from there, fantastic, and we can help you build a written plan as well. But the way to start is 365retirement.com. There's a window that opens up. There's a place right there where you can click on and find a time and a day that is good for you. And you'll talk to a financial advisor. You'll sit down and talk to somebody about your retirement and how we may be able to help. Very simple, 365retirement.com. 
John, thanks so much for your time today. It's been a great show. I think we handled a lot of good stuff. It's always my pleasure. I thought it was very entertaining, great topics, and we look forward to sharing some time with everyone again next week. I hope you'll join us again for Just Don't Lose the Money. See you next time. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning event and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston, or Sam Lang are licensed in your state, Please call 617-630-8787. Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts Insurance License Number 1783398.